Happy Wednesday to everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Living for Yeshua podcast. Today, friends, I wanted to speak about forgiveness. The Lord holds forgiveness in high esteem, and He expects His children to do also. And it would be only fitting that the Lord holds this in high esteem, considering the forgiveness He has shown Israel in the past, the prophets and patriarchs like Jacob and David, and even to his disciples like he showed unto Peter. When we were born again and regenerated, being filled with the Holy Spirit, we have died to the old self, and behold, the new has come. Our lives are hidden in Christ, and we have become one body, the body of Christ. Our eyes are his eyes, and our ears are his ears, and we must strive to be Christ-like. In that striving, we must heed his commandments, daily picking up our cross and denying ourselves, denying our flesh. As we go to scripture, we know that it, as it is written in Matthew 6.15, Jesus says that if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And friends, our Father has included this in his holy word, being written and showing us exactly how Yeshua taught us to pray in Matthew 6.9. You see, brothers and sisters, forgiveness is very important to the Lord, as the Bible says that He knows our hearts better than we know ourselves. He can see to the very last fiber, to the core of our hearts. He can see the festering, degrading wound that starts to form in our hearts as well, and eventually harden over when we have unforgiveness. When we hold on to our anger and resentment and past pain and sorrow, we are doing the will of the enemy. And that is the devil's plans for us, not the Lord's. He wants to set us free from the chains and bondage the enemy has our souls in. When we do not forgive others and hold on to these things that should inherently be wiped away and covered in the blood of our Savior. Dear friends, the forgiveness is not for the other person. Even though it is directed at the person who has done us wrong, whatever that wrong doing may be, but rather it is for us and for our hearts. The Lord wants us to show grace and mercy to others, just as he has shown grace and mercy to us in forgiving us for our sins. As the Bible says, we are the salt and the light of the earth, and this is only because of his light shining through us. So by us showing grace and mercy and forgiveness, this radiates the nature and light of the Lord to others who may not have him or know him, and thus it is enacted by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. Ephesians 4.32 states, And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. And my friends, this isn't something that we just do once or twice, but as it is written in Matthew 18, 21 to 22 says, Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? Till seven times? And Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Our Father has imputed Christ's righteousness unto us, not in that we are righteous upon our own merit, 
but only by the doing of Jesus' sacrifice of himself on the cross of Calvary. So let us, brothers and sisters, not forsake that cross, nor the righteousness imputed to us, and let us please our Lord and fulfill what he has called us to do and commanded us to do by forgiving one another, not because we have to, but because our hearts delight in doing so. You know, I've seen long-lasting detrimental effects that unforgiveness has on the human heart up close and personal. It is not something that is pretty to see nor experience. Not only does it have devastating effects upon the mind physically, being taxing upon the brain, but it can, over time, little by little, disintegrate and destroy the spirit and our spiritual connection to the Lord, our God. It can destroy relationships when the holder of said unforgiveness lashes out in anger, in insults, in abuse both verbally and physically, and in resentment towards someone who doesn't even deserve one ounce of these things. It is plain and simply misdirected hostility, and hostility and anger that only comes from the evil one, our enemy. We must let the Lord take that grief and resentment and anger by us laying it at his feet, letting him take our burdens so that we can forgive the ones who have done us wrong. And that is when we can truly let the Lord start the healing process upon our hearts and minds. And friends, the healing is something that the Lord delights in doing. He wants to be our rescuer. He wants to give us his yoke and take our heavy laden burdens. For he is our redeemer, our rock and our refuge. For in our weakness, his strength and righteousness shine. Stop being held down by the chains of the enemy upon your heart and mind. And let our God be what he promises he will be for us. I just want to close by saying that, friends, this life is too short to live with unforgiveness, resentment, and anger. Our life is but a vapor, as the Word of God says, and that we are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. These toxic darts and chains from the enemy are not something that we can allow ourselves to die in, for we know what the scriptures say, we know what Jesus has said, and we also know the outcome. We must sever all ties to the flesh and to our carnal weaknesses and shortcomings and lay them at the foot of the cross. We are to be kind, loving, generous, caring, patient, understanding, faithful, and forgiving. These things have been made known to us by our Father in heaven and have been commandments of our King and Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ. Let us then not disappoint our God, but let him delight in us and be pleased by us obeying. We must love the Lord our God with all our hearts, souls, and minds, and by doing this show our love by obedience. As it is written in John 14:15, are the words of Jesus himself, and it reads, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Forgiveness, friends, is a clearly stated command and teaching by our Lord. Let us follow him and do as he commands. God bless you all, and I pray the Lord continues to edify you, strengthen you in the spirit, and continues to mold you and I, as the clay we are, into Christ-likeness 
until we finally reach the pinnacle of that molding to meet our potter, our creator, our Father in heaven. Amen.